Hey guys, welcome back to my podcast. This is Journeys with Jen, and I'm Jennifer Griego. And I climb like hell through the brush and the bramble. Even though I had my doubts, told myself don't look down. And I turned that hill into a pile of gravel. It was only a mountain, nothing but a big old rock. Today, I'm here with Gracie Bonham. Um, so I'm actually not here with any of my family members, which is kind of rare. Um, usually I have my mom fill in for my dad, but everyone was kind of busy tonight. Um, so it's just me and Gracie. Um, so it's also, I feel really lonely in my room right now because I'm by myself. <laughs> uh, but it's, you know, it's okay. Um, so Gracie lives in Utah, Salt Lake City, um, and she actually has CF. Uh, it's kind of crazy. Uh, we'll talk about this a little bit, but um, I've never, except for last night when I called Gracie, <laughs> um, I've never actually talked to someone who has CF before. I've known of people, but I've never actually had a conversation with them. Um, and for those of you who don't know, people with CF can't be in the same room together because we can spread bacteria to each other and get each other sick with infections that basically only CF people can get. Um, it's kind of complicated, but basically like we have antibiotic resistant bacteria and we, there's just too much of a risk of being sick, so we try not to be in the same room together and stay away from each other as much as possible. But that's kind of why, well, also, Gracie lives in Utah, so we couldn't have done this together even if she lived here. Um, but, yeah, so, Gracie, how you doing? How's life going? It's going pretty good. How about yourself? Good. You know, busy all the time now. It seems like whenever I try and make plans for the next week, I'm like, oh, I'm totally busy. And then that week comes, I'm like, oh, my gosh, I am swamped. I have so much to do, and I just want to take a nap. So, yeah, it seems like just how life works, but you know what? It's okay. It keeps me busy. It's better than doing nothing. So I'm not really mad about it. Yeah. All right. So I guess we'll just, okay. Well, so Gracie and I talked last night and we talked for like 30 minutes <clears throat> and I was like, dude, we need to stop talking because we're like talking about stuff that I want to talk about on the podcast. Um, but so hopefully we'll be able to recreate some of those conversations that we had. Um, but yeah. I did try and avoid certain things so that we could talk about it here for like the first time. So it was like more authentic. Um, so it's, I don't know. It's so weird. We talked about this yesterday. It's so weird talking with someone who has CF. Like it's just, I know. it's such a weird thing. Cause it's so rare. Like we never meet someone who has it. So it's just weird to like uh-huh. have a conversation with someone who does, um, especially yeah. about CF. It's like, Whoa, you do that too? Crazy. I know. I I keep forgetting that you have CF too. Like I just think you're, you know, just like don't have it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's fun though. It's cool to be able to relate to people um, about s- things that you go through that no one else understands except for people with CF. So it's cool to be able to um, talk to people like that. Um, but yeah. so I guess I think like the main thing people talk I wouldn't know. But a lot of times what I like to talk about when I share my story is like how I got diagnosed. So I guess you can just share. I, I probably could have told you that this is what I was going to ask you, but I didn't. I'm sorry. Um, but so kind of how did you get diagnosed with CF? Uh, well, like, before I was even born, the doctors, they could tell from, like, ultrasounds that there was something wrong with me. Mm-hmm. They had, like, three things picked out, and CF was one of them. Did they and do, like, a 
did they do like a newborn screen or something? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. I don't know exactly, but yeah. So they knew that there was something wrong with my like bowels or whatever. Yeah, same. And Sorry. so, like when I and then they found out right when I was born that so I had meconium ilia. So, and that like kind of helped them know that you know I had CS. So I, I guess I got diagnosed right when I was born. Yeah. And yeah. So, yeah, dude, yeah. that's so crazy. Mine's like pretty much the same thing. Also, um, props yeah. to you for remembering the name, the Meconium Amelius thing. I always forget. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I just said it wrong. But yeah, like we didn't, I think the newborn screen, because you're two years younger than me. You're 16 and I'm 18. I think the newborn yeah. screen was like a little bit after I was born. Um, they added CF oh, yeah. to the screen. So when I was born, they found out that I had it because like I had, I had like the obstruction in my intestines. And so when I wasn't pooping after I was born, they're like, something's not right. And then they figured it out. Um, and then they did the salt test, um, this like skin salt test. And they, since it was abnormal, like I had CF. Um, so yeah. yeah, that's so crazy. We were diagnosed almost the same. I was like, I think I was a week old when I was diagnosed, but you know, like pretty much at birth. So yeah, crazy. Wow. I, yeah. Isn't that like rare? I mean, I don't know if you would know, but I'm pretty sure my mother has told me like it's rare to have like at birth symptoms. Yeah. Oh, well, you know, we're unique. We're unique in many ways. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, honestly, though, I feel like it's kind of nice. I mean, I wouldn't know because I'm a ch- like, it's not like I know any difference from when I was born. But I feel like it's kind of nice to be born and know kind of right away um, instead of yeah. being older and having issues and everyone being, or issues, I did not speak that right, and have everyone be confused and then figure out later. Because that way, when we're born, we're on like the CF regimen from the day we're born. And we just kind of know for in like throughout the whole future and like throughout your life, like what's going on, which I think is kind of better to have instead of like having it thrown at you when you're like two or three and you're starting to have like lung issues and stuff. Yeah. And then having to like figure out how to do everything, that would be hard. Yeah. Does have, so did you guys have like CF? Cause obviously it's genetic. Does anyone in your family have CF that like, you know, or like, cause oh, me. <laughs> oh my gosh. Same. We were like, when I was born, everyone was like, where did this come from? No one has CF in our family. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Dang, we are so much alike. It is crazy. <laughs> I was talking to my mom yesterday. I was like, I was like, mom, like this girl is like, I love her. She is so nice. She's so funny. <laughs> and I was like, we are so much alike. <laughs> I'm like, but I'm never going to get to meet her. And it sucks. No. It's okay. You know, well, it's okay. Because we'll talk and we'll text and then it's okay. It'll be like, we've. It, I feel like. Because I have friends that I've actually never met in person, which is weird mm-hmm. to say, but it's, like, not weird because, like, we're close, but it's just weird yeah. to, like, know that you'll never be able to meet them in person, not just that you haven't yeah. yet. Yeah. Oh, well, you know, life is crazy. But, okay. so, yeah, I guess. I'm trying to think of what people ask me when I share, like, my CF thing. Um, okay, so I guess, I guess I'll say how, like, we kind of met, not met, but, like, got connected, I guess. So, yeah. for those of you who have listened to a couple podcasts, um, or know kind of my story, um, I hunt a lot with Outdoor Experience for All, which is a thing in Arizona. Well, it started in Arizona. They start to spread, obviously, to Utah, because as you'll find out later, that's how I know e- Gracie through, like, Eddie and all that stuff. But so, Eddie Corona was in Utah, one of the things, and he met Gracie and her dad, and 
saw that, or I figured out that she had CF and stuff. I don't really know how, Gracie, you can elaborate on how it all came up in a second, but like basically Eddie met them and then um, called me and after he figured out that we actually can't ever be together because he wanted to, us to go on hunts together and like me to mentor her and stuff. Then her dad was like, um, that can't happen. And then Eddie was like, what do you mean that can't happen? Like I can do whatever I want. And he was like, no, like literally that can't happen. <laughs> so once Eddie was briefed on the whole like CF people can't be together thing, he was like, oh, well then, but then he gave me Gracie's number and now we're here. But yeah, so Grace, you can talk about kind of how you got into hunting um, and then how your dad kind of learned about OE4A and Eddie and then how everything kind of came together um, like two weeks ago or everything, something like that. Yeah, uh, I actually used to be against hunting. I don't know why, but like when I was little, I was like, I'm never hunting. That just seems like the worst. But like, I think, like, two years ago, something just switched, and I was like, I need, I want to go, because, well, my dad, he hunts a lot, mm. and so he he's always bringing home meat, and he says I'm the one in the family that he brings it home for because I love the meat, and so I was like, well, I'm going to start hunting so I can bring home my own meat, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah, and So, yeah, I don't know, it's just. I used to think it was horrible, but now I want to try it out. So, yeah. Uh, I think my dad heard about the outdoors dropping from one of your podcasts or something. Oh, my gosh. Like, a few months ago, he was, like, talking about you so much. And, like, when we would go out on our hunt, he would listen to your podcast. <laughs> and it was, so, yeah. And then I think he just emailed Eddie. Eddie, I think. Yeah. But yeah, just talking to them, saying like my daughter has cystic fibrosis, and we're wondering if like there's anything, any hunt we could do with you guys or anything. And then yeah, and then he told us to meet him at the Salt Lake the Expo thing, and so we met him there. We talked a lot, and yeah, so he told us a bunch of cool stuff that we could be doing, and it was really exciting to hear. Yeah, that meant that's that's so cool. I don't know the whole story. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. Well, thanks for listening to my podcast. I kind of, I really appreciate it. I feel like, I don't know. I feel like people don't want to listen to them sometimes. So people listen and actually like, it's so, so sweet. But yeah, no, for <laughs> sure. You will have so much fun with Eddie. Eddie is yeah. so funny, so unique, such, I don't know. I just can't even explain Eddie, but he will get you so many hunts. Um, yeah. And you'll have a lot of fun in Arizona. There's a lot of stuff to hunt here. But it yeah. is, yeah, it's also, I mean, you're 16, you'll have, like, I think you have, like, two years, I think, with him. You turn 17 soon, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah so, it's all right. You'll 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 be hunting a lot next year, <laughs> and he will be trying to cram as much in for you as he, as he possibly can, but, yeah, no, it's, yeah. I've had so many experiences through Outdoor Experience for All, and I'm so thankful to them what they've given me. Um, and yeah. yeah, they will definitely, you will have so much fun with them. It's an amazing experience and everything is, man, yeah, yeah that's I, exciting. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be fun. And your dad will go with you on your hunts, I'm assuming? Yeah. Yeah. Do you, so you said you have a, a brother. Do you have any other, so you have your brother, do you have any other siblings? So I have an older sister, she's 18. And then I have two younger siblings who are twins, and they're 13, turning 13 soon. That's cool. Do they hunt, too, yeah. or does he, are you the only one who, like, wanted uh, to get into it? Yeah. And my sister does, but my older sister, I mean. And then your, do your brothers as well? Sorry, I couldn't hear. 
Yeah, my little brother. He had his first hunt last year, and he killed this little buck. But yeah. Oh, so cute. Yeah, yeah, my I have an older brother who's twenty, and then a younger brother. He's I almost said thirteen. That is so sad. He turns sixteen tomorrow. <laughs> oh my gosh, Timmy, I love you. I promise, I know your age. <laughs> I feel like I feel so bad. My older brother always forgets my little brother's age. And then my mom mm-hmm. always forgets the day. Like, he, she keeps saying it's the 24th, <laughs> but it's the 26th. Poor kid. Mm-hmm. It's okay. He's the youngest. It happened. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. Oh, I almost said he was 13. That's so sad. No, he's 16. Almost already driving. Going to kill everyone on the road. No, I'm totally kidding. I'm totally kidding. I'm sure he's a great driver, people. If you're on the road, I just promise you, you'll be okay. But, no, yeah, it's exciting. And I, th- I think the, f- the family hunts are so much fun. Um, definitely the father-daughter bonding is so unique. Um, and Eddie will get you hunts, like, with your dad. A lot of times, like, Eddie will get his hunt, and it'll just be me and my dad. So um, that also is, like, a big thing. Like, it, Eddie doesn't have to go with you on all your hunts. It can be you and your dad or kind of mm-hmm. whatever. So I think that's really cool yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, it's so weird to talk about CF things. <laughs> I don't know. Just, like, I'll never get over it. Um, yeah. So, well, first, I guess I really should have asked you this yesterday. But, so, I know I'm very comfortable talking about everything that I go through. Are you really comfortable talking about everything that you go through? Yeah. Yeah. Sick. Okay. Well, so, I know you wanted to start hunting last year, earlier, well, I guess, like, t- fall of 2019, right? Yeah. Yeah, so, and you had sinus surgery. So, like, for me, I guess you can, I don't know how to form this question. But, like, for me, like, my major CF things that I've gone through was, like, I had to get a lot of IV therapy. That's, like, the main issue that I've had. Um, And, like, I had a central line in when I was a freshman, and that, like, really killed me. And that is kind of what broke me down to what I kind of saw as, like, rock bottom. Um, So, kind of, like, what's the stuff that, like, you've gone through that's kind of, I don't I don't know, like, shaped who you are? I don't know. I feel like CF definitely, like, changes who we are and makes us have, like, a different outlook on life. And there are certain things that we go through that kind of change our perspective on that. So kind of, like, what's, like, what you've gone through that kind of has changed how you look at stuff? Well, I mean, honestly, I I mean, CF is hard, but, like, I haven't, like, had super hard things. Like, I've never had to go in for a clean-out yet. Mm Mm-hmm. And I just, I mean, okay, blood work is the worst, though. Yeah. I, they say I have the worst veins because I have to get the IV team to come in every time. Oh, and yeah. it still takes at least four tries. Wow. That sucks. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So, that kind of sucks. That's, like, that's the part I dread every time I go. But, yeah, that's I mean, terrible. besides I mean, my lung function is pretty good. It's like 120-something percent. What? Yeah. But holy <laughs> crap, dude. Mine's like 80, and that's like good for me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, my, I don't know. My lungs have just never done that bad, and that's like some of this whole disease is pretty much, aside from a few other things. <laughs> that's good. Go- are you, I don't know, if you, are you a Delta 508, or are you a different one? I'm, yeah, I think, I don't know, I, no, there's, like, my dad, I got the Delta F508 gene from my dad, and then I got a different one from my mom, so I, when I was born, I was, like, the first person with that 
this price of oh you're one of the unique ones yeah they had to come up with a name for it uh when i was born yeah i think i'm a double i think it's double delta i think that's what i am i'm like the more like one of the more more common ones i think oh yeah so i'm pretty sure i have two delta f508s Mm-hmm. I honestly could be 100% wrong. Also, I don't even know what that means. I just know, like, I guess for people listening, it's kind of complicated, but, like, CF is, I don't know, I guess it's, like, a big umbrella, and, like, underneath the umbrella, there's, like, a bunch of different, like, genetic makeups of it, and it just depends yeah. on, like, what your parent has in their genes, and then what they gave to you, so mm-hmm. I think my, both my parents gave me Delta F508, so I'm a double Delta, but, and I think that's yeah. a more common one, and I think... I was talking to someone about this today. Like, um, I think that's, like, the one of the harsher ones. I feel like there are some, like, different mutations that the more rare ones tend to not be as um, intense. I don't think that's the right mm-hmm. word. But, like, I don't know. Um, obviously, because your lung function is way better than mine, so, like, there's that. <laughs> but I just feel like there's, I think there's this, the less common ones are not as intense as the more common ones and they're also i think there's also some ones that are like more intense but the less common ones are harder to cure well they're the medications that have come out aren't targeted towards those because they're the smaller percentage and i think they're also a little bit more complicated so they're harder to get the medications to target that i don't know i am not in that kind of science yet i'm in the high school level i don't even know what i'm talking about but that's like i think the baby version of what i know <laughs> yeah but I think that was right. If not, my mom's not here to correct me, so okay. it's okay. <laughs> if you really care, you can probably look it up. I'm sure Google knows more than I do. But, <laughs> yeah. So, oh, that's cool. Yeah, unique things. Yeah. That's sick, dude. Mm-hmm. Your lung function so high. That's yeah. so awesome. So so the sinus surgery, was that to clear? What was that for? Yeah, I have, like, these polyps growing. Ooh. Um, so I just had to get them removed. It was really easy. Oh. But, yeah. Fun time. Yeah, I've never had, like, yeah. sinus issues, which is, like, really nice. Oh, like, that is nice. Because I have sinus pain every once in a while, which yeah. sucks. Like, sinus pain sucks. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I've never had, like, major sinus issues. My lungs have m- been my main issue. Um, I've had like, a lot of lung infections. Um, oh. My worst one was freshman year. Like, my lung function dropped, like, 15%. It was in, like, the low 50s. Like, but... Wow. And then I brought it up finally to like the mid 60s, and then once I got on Trikafta, now it's up in the 80s. So, although yesterday at clinic it wasn't, it was like 75. But apparently, one of the meds. I, do you do casein? No. Lucky. It sucks. Apparently, when you start casein, like it makes your lung function go down, and then it comes back up again. I don't know. Casein sucks. I hate it so much. I wanted to get off of it, but it apparently helps me. So whatever, it's fine. <laughs> But, yeah, casein's not a fun time. You're lucky you don't have to go on it. It's, like, three times a day, <laughs> every day. It's, like, every other month, but it's still a pain. But, That's yeah. Bad. Yeah, it's rough. It's okay. I mean, yeah. we're still okay. We're not in the hospital. Also, okay, also, have you ever been, like, hospitalized? No. Me neither, dude. Like, my mom, my parents have like oh, are, like, on it. Yeah. I, I think when I was born, I was... Because yeah. of, like, my surgeries and stuff. But, yeah. Um, yeah, not since. I've had, like, sen- I had, like, bronx and, like, pick lines and, like, central lines put in. But those were all outpatients, mm-hmm. so I just left that day. Also, do you have a yeah. G-tube? Yeah. 
or a J-tube? Like anything? You don't? No. Lucky. Actually, I have one, but like, I don't mind it. It's kind of sick. Oh, really? Loki's so nice. I like it. I have to get it moved (laughs) in like two months, which is... So my doctor, this is what she was saying. So it's like in like a crease of... I've had it since I was a year old. And so... Um, like, as I've grown, it's gone, like, up against my rib cage. So, like, every time I bend, like, there's a crease, and it's just kind of, like, an annoying spot right now. So, my doctor was like, oh, like, we'll just get it moved lower, and then the doctor I went to that would move it, was like, oh, yeah, we'll just move it lower and stuff, and then she was talking about it, and she goes to walk out of the room, and she goes, oh, did I tell you that it hurts? I was like, uh, no, and then she sits down, and she goes, oh. oh, yeah, it's one of the most painful things. I was like, are you kidding me? Like, jeez, <laughs> way to lean into that one. She, she was like, yeah, because you have to, like, cut through, like, the layer of muscle, and then, like, because you have to, like, staple, like, the stomach to the skin, or I don't know if it's staple, but, like, that's, that's what my mom told me that happened the first time, but it's, like, cuddling that's not a word cutting like your muscles open and then like putting a tube through it i don't know and she just made it she's like yeah it's gonna be painful and you like won't be able to like sit up or like do anything or like sit up for like a few days and then like you can't like do anything athletic for like four to six or like three to four weeks and like it takes like four to six weeks to recover i was like are you hitting me (laughs) so i was like oh great and that was, like, a month before tennis season. I'm like, maybe let's, like, oh, I play tennis. I was like, maybe let's, like, not do that now. <laughs> so, I'm like, maybe we'll do yeah. that in May. But then, in yeah. May, like, what if I want to go swimming and I have a big scar that I can't swim with yet? So, you know what? There's just never a good time to have surgery. So, we're <laughs> just going to figure that one out. But I can't do it, but like, when I'm in college. So, yeah. yeah. You know, just see if things happens. Yeah. But, yeah, I know you're lucky you don't have any of that stuff. So, do you take, like, <laughs> enzymes and stuff? Yeah. Okay. How, if you said no, I was like, what do you do? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, okay. I guess this is a better question. What's, like, your daily, like, CF routine? Instead of me asking you if you do all the same things that I do. That's probably a better way to, like, go through all like that. All the, like, all the medications and treatments I do? I mean, you don't need to give me, like, the names, but you can be, like, I do, like, two nebs and then, um, like, yeah, like, general. Yeah. I just wake up for school. And then, you know, try CAPTA and then, like, the 20 other pills we have to take, which yep. I don't remember the name of. Dude, I don't either. And then my vest. And then I take two nebulizers with that. You do Pomazine and Pomazine? Yeah, I do Pomazine. I do four nebs. Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh, my. I don't take as many pills as you, though. I do... I only take Trikafta in the mornings because I can't take my morning pills because I'm, like, always late for school. So I just, like, do Trikafta because it's, like, the fastest. Um, Yeah. And then my morning... So my morning, like, I try and simplify as much as I can because I hate getting up early and doing treatment. I literally get up, put my vest on, and throw my nebs in, and then go back to bed. Like, that is all I do. Um, (laughs) Yeah, because I just, like, I'm so tired all the time. Um, Yeah. But so I put my vest on, and then I do, um, like... Um, what's the word? It's like Zopinex, but like the one that opens your airways. It, there's like six different names for it. Um, it's like like Levofloxacin. I don't know. It's basically the one that opens your airways. I do that one, and then I do um. I see. I call them different things. Cause that's like what I've abbreviated them. So I'm trying to remember like the actual name. Um, hypertonic yeah. saline. So I call it salt. It's the one that like makes you cough. Yeah. And then I do 
Toby, which is, I think, which is an antibiotic. So if you, it's for one of the lung bacteria that I have. Um, so if you don't have a lung bacteria, you probably don't take that. And then I do Pomazyme. So yeah. I do both. I do all four of those in the morning and at night, but I try and do my inhaler in the morning because mm-hmm. the, the inhaled one adds an extra like 10 minutes that I'm like not in the mood for in the mornings. So I just do the, I try to do the inhaler. Although my doctor kind of got mad at me yesterday and she's like, you should do the inhaled one. And I was like, oh, well, that adds a lot to my routine in the morning, but whatever. Yeah. So then I do that. And then, but I try and like, I try to minimize it a lot since. Yeah. But, but yeah. And then I just do that like twice a day. Did you like fest and stuff twice a day? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So like, so you do your vest in the mornings and then in the afternoon, do you do really anything? I don't. Nothing in the afternoon. Yeah, and then it's before you go to bed. Yeah. Yeah, same. It's like what you do at night pretty similar to what you do in the mornings. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what meds do you take, like pills? Because I take like four in the morning. Like, well, I just take like... Like vitamins and stuff? Yeah, and then like taurine and acidophilus, um, omeprazole. Oh, I take that. That's oh, you do? Yeah, I kind of ran out <laughs> of it though, but I'm and I'm too lazy to fill it up, so yeah. I need to order more. But like my heartburn hasn't been bad, so like I'm like, mom, do I need to take it? She's like, just get it, so like you don't need it, like so that when you need it, you have it. But yeah, cause like oh, although apparently it has like some other thing. I don't. know, My mom's a doctor, so she knows this stuff. But I was like, well, <laughs> I don't have heartburn. She's like, yeah, but like the pH levels help the enzyme stuff. And I'm like, but I don't have stomach aches anymore either. And she's like okay then just like don't take it i was like okay okay cool that's nice so i, I do need to call it in though yeah that's like my main issue is calling in prescriptions i'm like not in the mood and then i always forget and then it's like eight o'clock i'm like well they're closed so it's too yeah. late <laughs> yeah my main issue is definitely calling in prescriptions but and then i take like i used to take a lot more pills and then i got older and i got annoyed and i was like i don't want to take these anymore and so I cut down as much as I could. Like, a lot of the oh, vitamins right. and, like, supplemental stuff that I would take. I was like, can I just not? My mom was like, sure. Yeah. But I take, like, I don't know. I take a lot of vitamins. I think I take, like, yeah. vitamin D. I think I do, like, vitamin D mm-hmm. every day and then, like, a multivitamin three times a day. Then, do you do Zithromax? Yeah. Or three times a week? No. Oh, well, I do that. Then I take <laughs> another... Also, there are so many of my pills, they just change the shape randomly. I'm like, why do you got to do this to me? I know. It's so annoying. And the color. I'm like, that's just unnecessary. No. That's why I always see which one is which, and then they change it up on me, and I have to figure it out all again. I know, and then I get confused. Oh, do you have a pill box you put all of yours in? Yeah. (laughs) I used to do that, and I literally had, like, this giant two-week pill box. And, oh, really? Yeah, but then I, like, kept forgetting to fill it up, and then when I didn't fill it up, I just, like, would be like, oh, it's okay, too late. So I, like, wouldn't take yeah. them because I wasn't, and I was too lazy to fill it up. So now I just mm-hmm. keep them all in the bottle on my desk. So, like, when I'm doing homework, I just take them all out of the bottle. It's a little more satisfying for me, and then that way I actually take them instead of having to fill up my thing all the time because I would just get yeah. annoyed. So that's better for like remembering which one's which. So when they switch the pill up on me, like I doesn't it doesn't matter because I still have, like have the bottle. But when they switch it up, like I would look in the pill box. And be like, okay, well, what even is this one? Because I just like don't remember. Yeah. Yeah. Like this one pill, I swear it changes like 
almost monthly from like blue to like white to like per- to like pink and then like a red and then it changes shapes i'm like what i'm like i'm pretty sure this is still the same medicine that i've had for like the past three years like i don't know why you're changing it up on me all the time yeah i'm like okay people also the names of the drugs are just unnecessary i know like I mean, some of them are, like, whatever. But the CF drugs that they come out with, like, or can be in, like, Kaleidico. I mean, now mm-hmm. I'm used to, and like, Simdico and Trikafta. Yeah. Trikafta is the easiest one, I think. Yeah. Although, I kept calling it Trifecta. <laughs> I always, like, well, when it first came out, I kept calling it Trifecta. And then I kept, uh-huh. lo- and then I would look at it closely. I'm like, oh, it's not how you say it. <laughs> so, I'm like, that's n- not right. But. My friend's mom still calls it tri, uh, trifecta. Tri, trifecta. Yeah. She's like, I th- it's just better for me. I was like, okay, you do whatever you want. But yeah, the names do annoy me, and especially like I have doctors that say it differently than like other people. Like I have people that say it differently, and then that annoys me because I'm like, well, how are you actually supposed to say it? Yeah. And they're long. Some of them are long names. Like yeah. Oh, oh well, that's for scientists to figure. Apparently, there's there's definitely a meaning, but like. I don't really know what it is. Mm-hmm. That's not my issue. <laughs> I really don't care. Yeah. But okay, so you're on Trikafta. You started. You said you started it like a month ago. Yeah. Sick. Also, okay, okay. I should not say this yet. So I'm just gonna recreate. We okay. So we got, we talked for the listener people. We talked about this last night. So I'm trying to like recreate the conversation that we had. So okay. How are you? This sounds so weird. Cause I've already asked this question. But how are you feeling? on Trikafta, even though I know exactly uh, what you're going to say. <laughs> it worked pretty good the first few days, or the first, like, few weeks, but I kept having, like, these really bad symptoms. Like, I was staying up until, like, five every night with, like, really bad heartburn and headaches, and it, like, it kind of went away, but, like, every now and then I still get, like, really bad heartburn and stuff, so, like, it... I mean, it works for cleaning my lungs out, but it's just, the symptoms just keep coming back, though, so. Yeah. Do you take, like, well, you, so you take omeprazole, but do you have, like, Tums when your heartburn comes back and does that Yeah. Help? Yeah, I take, no, but they don't help. Yeah, they don't really help for me that much either. I mean, sometimes, like, a yeah. little bit, but yeah, you I know do. what's, like, a miracle drug? Dexalant. You, pro- I don't know if you can. My dad has heartburn like really bad, so he gives me his. But, okay. I mean, like it works for him a lot because like when you take that stuff so much, like your body just like doesn't really, uh, doesn't really affect your body anymore because like your body gets used to it. Yeah. So, but so like one time, so my doctor changed my tube in December, um, mm-hmm. and I had like a certain diameter, and she's like, "Oh, like you don't need that big of a diameter. I'm gonna give you a smaller one." I was like, okay, mm-hmm. cool. And she's like, it'll shrink in like three days. Three weeks later, it was still leaking stomach acid everywhere. I was like, oh. this is painful. Because stomach acid is like, you know, acid. So it burns when it comes out of like your stomach hole. And yeah. I was like, this is miserable. And so I had to keep like cutting like gauze and like wrapping it around it. And like nothing was helping. And my dad was like, oh, like just take this Dexalant. And I would take it. And it like took like all the acidity out of it. And like it never hurt. It only lasted like a day and a half. So whenever I started to feel pain again, I would just take it again. But yeah, if your heartburn is really bad, you might want to take that. Uh, yeah, I might have to. Because it is like a miracle worker. 
I was like, this yeah. is insane. But if you do take yeah. it too long, then it stops working. And also, don't, like, a lot of my pills, like, I just take every day. But that one I had to take whenever I needed it. And so that I wouldn't, my body just, like, wouldn't get used to it. So, like, whenever yeah. I would get, like, the burning again, I would just take it again. So that it wasn't, like, so much of a regimen. And then sometimes it would last, like, three or four days. Sometimes it would last, like, a day. Just kind of varied. Yeah. But... Yeah. Also, I was thinking about this today. I was so like today, my one of my friends, um, it's like my mom's friend. She did this uh, CF thing at like this kind of jewelry store. She was like a percentage of what was bought um, during like a certain period of time was being donated. So I went to like go and like talk. So I was like gonna said thank you and like bought some jewelry. Um, and I was talking to her about it. So like you said, you had headaches from Trikafta too. Yeah. I was see. I was thinking because I a couple weeks ago I had really bad headaches, but I also had like a cough. So like a lot of times, like when I cough a lot, I get bad headaches because I'm coughing all the time. So that might be why you have a headache. That's it just my opinion. I don't know. That's just what I realized when I cough a lot, I get a lot more headaches. And the reflex yeah. thing, I really don't know what to tell you. It could be because you're coughing. Also, I was thinking about it too. Like, trichafta really changes your whole body. Like, your body's yeah. not used to being like semi-normal. And Trikafta makes it semi-normal. So, yeah. I feel like that also could be what it is. Your body's just like, what's happening? <laughs> like, this is not what I'm yeah. used to. But, yeah. yeah, it definitely helps. Has your, well, okay, you've only been on it for like a month or so. But has your lung function gone up? Have you gone, have you even gone to the doctor since you started it? Uh, no, I haven't been yet. Have you, can you feel a difference? They, yeah, I can. They said that my lung function is probably not going to improve. Yeah, because you're so high. Jeez. <laughs> Yeah. Unfair. So you want to, like, loan me some percentage points? <laughs> I would love to. <laughs> but, yeah, so I don't, I don't know. They just said that, I don't know what's supposed to happen. <laughs> I don't know. Interesting. Yeah, I brought mine up fast. It was crazy. Like, I yeah. think I brought it up. It was, like, low 60s when I started it. Oh, also, when I started it, um, I had really bad heartburn when I, like, before I started it. Yeah. I don't know why it just like was happening and I was like this kind of sucks and it brought my lung function down like five percent maybe not that much but like a good amount yeah and yeah. and then I, I think my heartburn got better I don't know it was like a year ago I don't remember but it then oh I hit the mic that's so awkward and then um when I started it it was like also so I was on a clinical trial so I was on placebo for a month and my dad was like, my parents, like everyone, when you're on like a clinical trial, like, are you on placebo or active drug? Placebo, active drug. And I was like, dude, I don't know. Like I coughed once today. I couldn't tell you. But then yeah. I got on active drug and I was like, whoa, like you, yeah. I knew within like a couple hours, I'm like this is different. Oh. Like in like 12 hours, I was coughing stuff up. I'm like, this is not normal, but like in a good way, yeah. I'm like, this is crazy. Yeah. I had a moral of the story and I forgot where I was going with it. That's so awkward. But, yeah. No, it definitely changed. Oh, and then my lung function. That's where I was going with it. Because, obviously, I'm on the clinical trial, so I went and I saw them a lot. And it brought it up, like, 7% maybe um, in, like, wow. a couple of weeks. It was crazy. Really? I was like, whoa. <laughs> Shook. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. It's like a miracle drug. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Oh, also. So, for your vest, do you have, like, the fancy, like the battery pack one or do you have like the hoses i have the hoses oh i have the battery pack one it's actually pretty sick oh really oh wait is it a monarch yeah you know so many names wow i'm kind of shook (laughs) 
I, mean, I got one. I got one, but I like never use it. You I don't, dude. It it's amazing. I, it hurts. I don't know why. Like maybe I need to adjust it better, but like it just hurts my collarbone. <laughs> yeah, it kind of hurts me too. Like low key, it's like because it's really yeah. stiff. Yeah, it is. And it's like, although you could adjust. I can you adjust the arm length? I don't know, but you can adjust different things. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of, it's heavy though. It's like thirteen it pounds. Is. I know. When I like lean off my bed to like get my charger, I like fall off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you know, maybe I'll get abs from it. I don't know. I mean, I haven't yet, and I've had it for like a year, so I guess maybe not. But that's just my hope. So maybe I'll get abs. But yeah, no, I um, like it. It's nice, especially like, for hunts. Because, like, yeah. one of the big things was, like, electricity. Um, it's mm-hmm. definitely, it's really nice to have for hunts that yeah. you don't need. So you don't need electricity. Except for the nebs. But there are some battery-operated nebs. But yeah. it definitely is nice to have it. I like it. My I call it my jetpack. Yeah. Because my friend said it looks like a jetpack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay, do, do your friends or, like, okay, what's, like, some of the weirdest questions you've... Oh, wait, you don't have a G-tube. When I, so, yeah. like, for my G-tube... People, like, would ask me when I tell them about it, like, but, well, someone thought it was, like, a belly button thing. I was like, no, <laughs> it's not. Um, oh, my God. Because, like, I forget people don't know what it is. And, yeah. like, the other day I was going on a hike and I was just wearing, like, a sports bra and leggings. And then I was with my brother. And I was like, you know, my tube is just, like, out right now. And I wonder if anyone's, like, really, like, confused <laughs> when they walk by me and just see, like, this thing on my stomach. And, like, my cousin, he's, like, four. And he looks at it one time and he was like, what's that? And I didn't really yeah. know what to, I need to I need to come up with a good story. Yeah, you should. Yeah, I think someone told me to say it was like it's like um I don't like a valve, like I was a floaty and like if I opened it <laughs> I would deflate. <laughs> I was like, that's a good one. <laughs> People ask me all the time if I can like blend up pizza. And I was like, um Oh. I mean I probably could, but like that does not sound appealing, so like I'm not going yeah. to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like that doesn't not sound like a fun time. But like, what are like the weirdest questions you've gotten like about CF or like the funniest ones? I've gotten some pretty funny ones. Um, people don't really ask me questions. I guess. Yeah. Well, you I don't know. know. My uh, the tube really inquires a lot of questions. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. I feel like do people ever like think you're contagious, or is it pretty easy to be like, nah, like I'm good. Well, people used to, and then I was like, guys, you can't get it from me, and they're like, oh, okay, so we're chilling. <laughs> yeah. Like, I know as I've gotten older, friends that I've, like, gotten closer to, <laughs> they, like, they used to care when I would, like, start coughing and, like, couldn't breathe, yeah. but now they just, like, look at me and they're like, are you done annoying me? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> that happened a day, actually. Really? But I, um, yeah. Uh, like, in class, I'll cough, and then they'll be like, Jen, shut up. I'm like, oh, okay, sorry. Okay. Yeah, like, today I was coughing really hard, and my friend's like, are you serious? Like, you're coughing during class? Like, please stop. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm sorry, Madeline. <laughs> <laughs> Is that her actual name? Of the person who's Yeah. Like, That's so funny, because it sounds, like, so condescending. <laughs> like, I know. it sounds like one of the, like, meme names. Well, like, I'm sorry, Karen. Like... <laughs> yeah that's so funny yeah it's it's like funny though yeah like i'm glad now that i can joke about it way more than i ever could we talked about it last night but like 
we both like joke about it way more than like yeah. I know I ever did. It's like fun yeah. though. I feel like because it's something that like we live with and we've always known, and like yeah. Oh, I lost my train of thought. Oh, is it something like we'll probably like never get rid of? So like you have to make fun of it or else it just like bums you out. Like that's my opinion about it. Yeah. Like, yeah. like if I focus on the fact that like I'm gonna die young. Well, I mean, like, not as young now, because, like, it's getting better, but, like, still. Yeah. It's, like, yeah. that just, like, makes me, like, de- like sad. So, I'm, like, you know, let's just joke about it, because, like, then it's funny. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I feel like some people, like, just don't get that. I'm, like, well, like, do you want, like, you want me to take this seriously? Like, it's not something I can ever get rid of. Like, I can't control it. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely something that I, like, it's fun to joke about now. I know. I love joking about it. <laughs> do you so do you like okay so for me have you oh i guess you have it oh also sorry six things just like went through my mind if you hunt with eddie try and get hunts with like there's a one colorado hunt you should try and do because it's like with wounded warriors and mm-hmm. i love those hunts because um like to me we have sort of a special bond because um of like the whole cf thing and uh-huh they look at me as like this badass little girl who like goes through all this stuff um also that's like from their words i'm not trying to like hype myself up like that's what they say uh-huh. and then for me i see them as like this guy or the, this woman who's gone through like a traumatic experience and then come back from that so it's really cool mm-hmm. to like have our dynamic also because we can joke about it all the time there's no mercy it's constantly ripping each other it's so much fun and I think, yeah, I think you would definitely, I'll talk to, definitely talk to Eddie about it, but it's definitely a hunt that I love so much, um, to hang out with them, and yeah. it's, like, the mutual bond with the whole, like, CF, like, Wounded Warrior thing, I mean, I'll, he, they have it with a lot of the kids, because, obviously, mm-hmm. they're, they're, like, OE4A kids, um, but I think it's really cool to, like, have that, because they see everything, because a lot of the kids, like, I mean, a lot of them have diabetes, and, like, they do things every day, but I feel like a lot of the kids, it's not something you do every day. It's something that, like, they have, like, an injury from, but for us, it's, like, when they spend time with us, they realize what we go through on a daily basis and how it's, like, for me at least, like, what I do every day is what I've done every day for my entire life. So, for me, this is just what I do. Yeah. And there's not really much, like, I, I don't know anything else. I don't know like really good lungs except for when I was a little kid I don't remember anymore so to me like this is just what I've done with my life this is all that I will know in my life quite honestly and Mm -hmm. it's just something that like we live with so it's cool to like be able to talk to other people who like look up to you for that which I'm like so excited for you to do that because people will look up to you as someone who goes through all this shit so I can't stop cussing I'm so sorry who goes through all this (laughs) stuff (laughs) and like still like can joke about it and it's yeah i think it's something like unique to cf people i mean it's probably not but like in my opinion like it is yeah it's definitely something that i love about i love and hate about cf because cf throws us for so many loops it like kind of sucks but i mean luckily for you you haven't been thrown i mean i haven't been thrown so that much either like i've been truly blessed um yeah but it's to me it's like made us like old like wiser in our younger ages to kind of like the things we have to grasp young yeah 
so when you were little did you like know kind of like what cf was like do you remember kind of just knowing what it like as you were growing up like this like you just kind of knew what it was or do you like i don't know how to word that i no i never really knew i just kind of did what i was supposed to yeah not really knowing (laughs) yeah i remember okay you know so you take pills every day obviously yeah how did you learn how to take your pills so I, I just I don't know. I've always taken. I've always been good at taking pills. Like I've never had a problem with it. It's just kind of something I do. So, I don't really remember that I started taking pills. Really? Do you, so like when I was little. So the end times, you know how there are capsules and you just kind of open them. Yeah. So yeah. I would always take my. I would open them into applesauce, and so I'd always take my pills That's with applesauce. <laughs> Yeah, that's what my mom did. Yeah. So, that's that's how I learned how to take pills. Actually, that's not how I learned how to take pills. That's just, like, how I took my pills was with applesauce. And I'm, yeah. I'm sure, like, when I had to swallow pills, I would just, like, put them in the applesauce and then um, just, yeah. like, swallow them with that. But I remember yeah. I was going into, like, first grade or something, and my dad was like, Jen, you need to learn how to take pills because you're about to go into, like, school and you need to actually learn how to take pills and not like put them in your applesauce i was like okay so he took us and he's like so he taught us how to take the pills like one by one um like take my enzymes and i was like so proud of myself i was like mom look what i can do and i was like showing how i could take my pills and everything is so funny yeah but that's like how i learned how to take pills and now i mean i've almost like gotten worse i used to be able to take like 10 pills at once but now like i take so many and some of them are so big that I just, like, yeah. have to take them, like, in, I take my enzymes in one round and then the rest of my pills in another round, but, like, yeah. at school every day, I take my pills, and <laughs> my friends, like, they used to be, like, shocked, and they'd be like, D- how many did you just take? I'm like, four. Yeah. Like, you just, like, swallowed all those? I'm like, well, yeah, I've been doing it for, like, ten years, you know? Yeah. And so it's funny, and then now, like, in class or, like, at the ca- in the cafeteria, like, I'll just take out my big pill box or, like, my bottle of enzymes and just, like, like pop pills, and everyone, like, yeah. <laughs> like, now they're just like, oh, it's that time of day. I'm like, yep, pretty much. And it's yeah. so funny now because, like, they're like, oh, just, like, taking drugs. I'm like, yep, pretty much exactly what I do every day. It's, like, so funny because uh-huh. we joke about that now, too. Or, like, screaming, yeah. like, I forgot to take my drugs. And then, like, go to my backpack and get it. Yeah. Yeah. So do you, like, I know like, some schools make you go, like, to the office and take your pills. Do you, I'm sure you just yeah. take them in your backpack? Backpack, yeah. Yeah, people ask me sometimes, like, do you have to go to the office? I was like, dude, do you know how much work that would be if I go to the office, like, multiple times a day? (laughs) But, yeah, it's definitely something that I've learned to do that I've gotten worse at. I don't know how I've gotten worse at taking pills, but I have. (laughs) Like, this is just, like, kind of annoying, but I think that... Yeah. (laughs) My mom just, like, walked in and started spinning her drink with ice in it. I'm like, dude, can you, like, not make noise? (laughs) (laughs) My mom's wondering who your pediatrician is. Oh, I have no idea. I need to know this. <laughs> she doesn't know. What? She doesn't know. No, I know. Oh, I guess I do know who my pediatrician is. I never go to my pediatrician because I go always go to the ICF doctor. So I don't, like, go to my pediatrician. Yeah. But it's yeah. my mom's friend's a pediatrician in Salt Lake City. So. Oh, really? Yeah. You know what her name is? She works in Ogden. Barank. Go, Dr. Paranko. I, I don't know. I'm she sorry. Doesn't, she doesn't know. 
It's totally okay. I had another question. <laughs> what? Oh, okay. Do you have people try your vest on all the time, like if they're at your house? Oh, I don't really know because I have it like in a hidden away in like a cabinet thing, so people don't ever really see it, and I don't ever really do it when people are around. Like my best friends have probably tried it, but like no one else really knows mm. about it. So, yeah. Cool. I like, I, I'm way too lazy. My mom got me a box to put it in, but I'm way too lazy to put it away and get it out every day. So I like always leave yeah. it on the floor. And I've had a lot of friends like, um, like people that I'm hunting with, cause obviously they see it. Um, or friends that come over, like my close friends, um, they just like, and my brothers, like they like trying it on, but I'm like a really small person. So like, it doesn't always fit them. Um, but, yeah. and it's funny cause it makes your voice sound weird. Yeah. So I've had a lot of people like try it on. And, um, it's also funny because I forget that I don't sound normal with it on. So, like, uh-huh. I'll put it on and then I'll, like, talk to someone and they, like, like stare at me. I'm like, oh. I know. I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah, you, I'm like, this is not normal. <laughs> so, it's, like, so funny. Yeah. yeah. but, and then people, like, try it on. And have you seen, like, I think it's Tommy Boy where he, like, breathe, like talks into the fan pretending to be, like, Darth Vader or something? I have not. Uh, well, I always, like, do that because, like, it sounds like you're talking through a fan because your voice is so choppy and stuff. Mom, yes. stop talking. My mom's trying to add things. <laughs> Mom, you don't even have a mic on. You need to stop. Mom, do I need to kick you out? Please stop. Hi, Bandit. Mom, Mom, stop talking. But, but yeah, like, people think it's so funny that I sound so weird and like they try it on I've had one friend try it on and it's so like he's a much bigger person than I am a petite person yeah. he's much bigger than I am and he couldn't even buckle it um and he was like and I was like okay I'm like you can try and it was when I had like yeah. the one that you have so like when it inflates it just like flares open if it's not buckled yeah. so I'm like it's not gonna do yeah. anything for you <laughs> like yeah or they put it on, like, the highest speed. I'm like, that's just painful. Yeah. Have you ever put it on the highest speed and, like, highest like highest frequency and highest pressure? Yeah. That's just, like, painful. I know. Like, it hurts. And I have one friend that was like, I will do it for 30 minutes. I was like, you do you, but, like, no. Because that's just, like, miserable. It is. It is not a fun time. It annoys me. Yeah. Anyway, okay, can you, so, do you sleep with your vest on ever? No, I can never do that. You don't? That's so uncomfortable. I don't... Well, I've always slept with it on ever since I was little. Really? Yes. So now I can sleep through literally anything because all I do is sleep through through my vest. Uh, I just couldn't do it. It's so uncomfortable. Well, the one that you have, I used to have, and I thought it was so much more comfortable to sleep in that than than the Monarch. Like, my main issue with the Monarch is that it's so uncomfortable to sleep in. <laughs> like, it annoys yeah. me. But, yeah, because, like, I don't know. I'm just too lazy to, like, actually. Because you have to get up so early to do all this stuff. Oh, I know. What time do you get up for school usually? Okay, well, see, the thing is, I'm, like, late to school every day. So, I get, I have to start my vest at, like, 630. Yeah. And then it's done by, like, 7. And then I have to, like, get out of bed, like, right away, and then get ready in, like, 10 minutes, and then go to school. (laughs) And then I'm late. (laughs) Or I get there, like, right when the bell rings. So, 
if I wanted to, like, also, I just, like, don't get ready for school. I just, like, throw my uniform on, then put on mascara, and then just, like, leave my house. Yeah. So, if I, and I don't eat breakfast either, because I have, like, a tube feeding at night, so, like, I'm never hungry in the mornings. Mm-hmm. So, like, my morning routine is literally, like, so fast, and I just, like, get up and leave, and I'm yeah. too lazy to get up early and do my treatments. And if I get up, like, five minutes late, then, like, my treatment is five minutes late, and it's very annoying. Yeah. That's, like, it's sometimes, although, now that I have, like, the the Monarch, if I get up really late, I just, like, throw it on in my car, and then I just, like, drive to school with it all. That's happened once, though. <laughs> that is a very rare occasion. Yeah. That's, like, if I get up, yeah. like, five minutes after I have to leave my house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but it's definitely very annoying to get up early and do all that stuff, especially on yeah. hunts. When, like, you're already getting up at, like, 5 in the morning, and then you need to get up, yeah. like, earlier. It's very annoying. Yeah. So have fun with that. <laughs> it's, like, my... So, so annoying. And I just, like... I love sleeping. Also, yeah. does it annoy you, like, when you go out and, like, hang out with friends, and then you come home and you can't, like, pass out on your couch or, like, your bed because you have to, like, do half an hour of stuff? Yeah, it sucks. It's, like, so annoying. So I, like, try and do it. Like... So for, oh, actually it was really funny, for prom, um, I brought my vest, because I have the, my, I have my monarch, and so I brought my vest, yeah. and while everyone was, like, get, getting their makeup on, I came with all my stuff on, so I'm literally walking around my friend's house with my vest on, just, like, getting it done, so that way I could, like, sleep over and, like, not have to do it after we get back from the dance, because it would be super late, mm-hmm. and so that was, like, really, I was, like, that's very unique, and so everyone was, like, thought that was so cool, and it was, oh my gosh, it was so funny, we were taking pictures. And I put my vest yeah. on the table because I had finished it before pictures. And my friend looks at it and she goes, she goes, whose life vest is this? And I was like, uh, <laughs> I was like, Lily. I was like, Lily, that's my vest. She's like, oh. She's like, you know, I really should have known that. It was so funny. That's awesome. Yeah, people definitely, they call it a life vest. I've had some people like ask me if it's a life vest. I was like, no. I'm like, no. I'm like, do you want me to go swimming with this 13 pound pound on my back? Like, no <laughs> i'm like that would not be a good idea i'm like i would drown but yeah it's definitely funny i get some weird questions about it sometimes and i'm like too lazy to put it away so like obviously people know that i have it oh also for your vials do you just like throw them on the floor or do you get up and throw them away every time Wait, what like the vials for like the nebs oh i just throw them on the floor my mom gets mad at me but same I, my mom yells at me every day <laughs> i'm not getting that uh, she usually just leaves a trash can right by me so i can throw it away even but i still manage to miss and hit the floor so they're just everywhere on the floor same i always miss like or i'll put it like on the <laughs> table next to me and yeah. then they just pile up and i'm like jen like i need you to throw your vials away and put your masks yeah. away i'm like Mm-hmm. okay so then i finally do it but there's so like the amount of vials i find in my room just like random places is insane. yeah i'm just like ready yeah. to like when i move out find like the most random like vials and like i find masks in like random places that have like fallen off my bed and like my dog yeah. like grabs them now i'm like what are you doing yeah but yeah it's definitely also, with my tube, I used to have, like, little caps for it, and my brother would take it off and throw it down the stairs. <laughs> I don't know why. He's, <laughs> uh, he's a weird child. He would literally just take off the, like, the, the cap and just throw it down the stairs. 
and so I'm like when I move out I'm just gonna find like a bunch of those in my room oh and so when you do like the PFTs do they give you the nose plugs no they don't no they always give me nose plugs you know really yeah I don't know why I guess it's like when you when you breathe through the machine it doesn't come out your nose yeah maybe yours is just too good you don't need it but I guess I need everything that I can get. But, okay, well, you're not going to relate to this. But when I was, like, a little kid, they would give, or, like, they still give me nose plugs. When I was a little kid, I would save them. And I'd come home with them. And I I would have piles of them in my room. And so I was talking to, like, one of my doctors one time, like, because obviously everyone, like, asked me where I'm going to college and everything. So I was talking to her, and I was like, I, I'm just like when I move out, I'm gonna find just like a big bag of nose plugs in my room somewhere, or the nose clips. I guess not plugs, they're clips. Yeah. And I'm like I'm gonna find them in my room somewhere. I know there's a ton of them because I just remember taking them home and saving them. Why <laughs> I have no idea, but I was like obsessed with them. <laughs> That's so funny. That's so random. Yeah, I don't really know why I did that, but there's like a lot of things I would save, but. And for the, like, I never used them again. Like, there was no yeah. point to ever have them at my house. But I just like felt the yeah. need to save them, or yeah. I would like drop them on the floor in the hospital, and my mom would be like, "Jen, we have to throw this away because it's dirty now." And I would just like be really sad about it. I was like, "No, I don't want it." She was like, "Why?" I'm like, "I don't know, but I need it." Yeah, it's definitely unnecessary, but. Yeah. Like, you know, little, little little can save the weirdest things anyway. So like, it's not like I did it when I was like twelve. I was like seven. I guess that's what I tell myself. I probably wasn't seven, but that's just what I'm going to tell myself to make myself feel better about it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, sorry. I took like an hour of your time. Sorry. I kind of got really, I don't know. This was fun. Even though I talked a lot more than I probably should have. I'm sorry. No, it was good. But, so I do want to do another podcast with like your dad and my dad and like us to kind of talk. I know you haven't done a lot of big game hunts, but. Yeah. That'll be cool. I dude, I wish we could. I wish we could go and hunt together. That'd be so much fun. And uh, you know what I was thinking today? I was like thinking, what if they ever come out with like a drug or like a cure or whatever, so like people with CS can actually be with each other? That'd be so like, that sick. Would be, I don't know if that's ever gonna happen. I don't know. It's just like because like if they do come out with a cure, I just don't know like what it'll. I think. I think. Well, I. It's just like. I can't get words out of my mouth. It's, like, hard because, like, to cure, you have to cure, like, your genetics. But, like, is that going to mean that all the infections in your lungs go away? Or is it just going to stop, like, progression? Honestly, I don't even know if the doctors who are researching it know. But that'd be, like, really cool. Dude, that'd be so cool. We could have, like, parties. (laughs) Like, CF people parties. (laughs) because <laughs> like oh yeah i guess we talked about this yesterday i kind of wish we didn't talk we talked for like half an hour on the phone yesterday but yeah. um because like the parents have such like a good bond with other cf parents um because obviously they can meet each other and they know each other's kids and they know each other's stories or kids stories um yeah. so it'd be cool to be able to like have that with other cf people because even talking to you for, like, the total, like, hour and a half that we've talked, like, the little things that, like, we relate to. It's like, wait, like, you do that, like, you do that, too? Like, you relate to that, too? Like, that's crazy. 
it's like i don't know i feel like because with cf it's such a very like you're kind of like on your own disease like yeah i mean i've it helps to be able to talk to someone and be like no way like you do that too but it's always kind of yeah. like ever since you grow up you're kind of like i'm kind of on my own about this and okay does it ever annoy you i know this like drives me crazy and i've had like mental breakdowns in my bathroom about this <laughs> like when your doctors and your parents kind of act like they know what you're going through and you're like but you have no clue yes. it drives yes. me crazy it just drives me crazy because i'm like but you don't know and yeah it's like and i and my mom and my dad would be like i can only imagine I'm like yeah you can only imagine like you have no idea what i'm going through and your wildest imagination cannot understand what i'm going through right now and even my doctors who like see it i'm like you just don't understand yeah like especially like with my meds i've had issues with taking them like mm-hmm. when it doesn't affect you right away you're like but why like but if i miss like this one thing like we're fine like yeah it's just like also like the the mortality thing we've all accepted and so you talked about this actually how like we both like joke about it like yeah it's whatever but i think the main like i had a lot of issues with taking my meds i'm like it just doesn't affect me right away like enzymes affect me right away and so those i'm like on the point about taking i've gotten better because i've like had to force myself but it's so hard to take things that just don't affect you right away yeah and it's hard to like defend that point of view because obviously you're wrong <laughs> like you yeah. have to take them like that's why they're there but yeah it's just like i don't know that's like one thing that i'm glad to have like, another cf person to talk about because mm-hmm. not just no one no one understands exactly what you're yeah. going through like my dad had asthma as a kid so he somewhat understands and he but um he kind of had it worse off than i do but it's better it's a lot better now it's just like there's little things that people just don't understand and it's nice people understand talk to someone who does understand yeah but yeah the amount of mental breakdowns i've had about that i'm just like you just don't get it (laughs) i'm like stop trying to act like you do you just don't but you know what it's okay we learn to cope and like i said before like it is what it is and we've had it our whole life so like yeah. you kind of learn like this is what i have yeah. this is what i have to deal with in my life like it's okay yeah i mean you have those random nights where you're just like this sucks like oh my gosh but then you have the days where like oh you know what this is kind of cool sometimes yeah like, like when you get really good hunts because you're diseased you're like okay <laughs> like this is kind of cool <laughs> i'll take it like there are some things like apparently when i went to, when I to hello when i went to disney world when i was a little kid like we got like fast passes because i'm diseased and i'm like you know like disease perks pretty good so they're like little things that i get perks from and i'm like hey it's because i'm diseased guys and they're like yeah like it's not fair i'm like you try being diseased okay and then let me know how that goes yeah exactly and like for college i'm trying to get like a bigger like a triple dorm but like for two people because i have like a truckload of meds to bring and like yeah. machines and stuff and i'm like you know what disease perks yeah there's not that many of them but when you get them sometimes they're pretty good did you get to do anything for the act like today they just told me that i get like time and a half you do yes. yeah that's what they just told me what that's exciting yeah i did not know that yeah this is madness <laughs> 
You know, I didn't really need it, though, anyway. I pretty much finished. Honestly, I probably would have been annoyed if I had extra time, because that test is so long. But, like, low-key, though, that probably would have been nice to know. Yeah. Oh, also, so when I was younger, I homeschooled during, like, all of flu season, so I wouldn't get sick. Have you, like, ever done that, where you had, like, stay at home so you wouldn't get sick? No. Oh. Well. What do you do? Sorry, you cut out. Oh, my parents just still make me go anyway, even though I'll get sick. <laughs> well, like, when I was little, or up until eighth grade, actually, so I homeschooled until first grade, but all yeah. my siblings did, so I guess whatever. And then up until seventh grade, I would homeschool every flu season so that I wouldn't get sick. And then my yeah. sophomore year of high school, I homeschooled for, like, two months because the flu mm-hmm. was so bad. There were so many people dying, and it was just, like, dangerous for me to be at school my parents were like yeah. you need to homeschool i was like i was like no i'm like you can't do this to me but it yeah. was actually kind of dope because i got excused from a ton of stuff i was like okay not really i mean i it, it sucked in the moment because i was literally sitting at home all day and like yeah i was like this is so lonely but also i was like playing tennis so like i was still like go to practice and stuff so i saw a lot of my friends but yeah yeah I did get excused from a lot of assignments. It was pretty sick. There was this one class that was really hard, and I got excused from, like, half the tests. Actually, that's not true. Like, three tests. I was like, bro, it was so nice. I was like, thank God. Because that class was really hard. Yeah. Did you play a sport? Wait. No, I don't know. I did last year. I played sophomore volleyball. I was on the sophomore volleyball team, but I decided not to this year because it got too hard with like treatments and stuff like I was practices were like four hours every day Dang. and just that like I couldn't do it anymore do your parents like still make you work out and stuff they don't make me but I like to yeah I mean yeah. I guess well when I was younger and up until like eighth grade I had to, I swam and I hated oh, yeah? it because I'm not I'm a very small person like, I am yeah. short, and my hands and my feet are very small. They're, like, children's sizes. So I can't kick the water, and I can't pull the water, so I barely move at all. And so I wasn't good, and I wasn't fast. And I'm like, this is just torture. And I hated going yeah. to practice. And so my parents finally let me quit when I got a, um, an IV in because I couldn't practice for, like, nine months. I was like, this yeah. is just a waste of time. And so they finally let me quit. So then I played tennis for high school. So, I mean, it's not, I mean, my lung function was good when I played tennis or when I swam because, like, you're swimming and you're holding your breath and so your lung function is better, but yeah. I managed to convince them to let me quit. But I still have to, yeah. they still, like, they don't make me work out, but I, I feel better when I do. Um, yeah. I should probably do more cardio. I don't probably do enough, but, like, yeah. when I, so, like, I'm try, training to hike the Grand Canyon in March and, like, mm-hmm. So I'd have to hike a lot, and it, it, it does help my lung function a lot, so I probably yeah. should do it more, but it's so much work. I I hate cardio, but I have to, I do, have to do it. When you, like, when I was, whenever I was younger, like, I would always kind of use CF to get, like, not to, like, to, when I was younger, I'd use it to get out of things. Like, when I swam, I'd be like, oh, I coach, like, I can't breathe, let me, give me a second on the wall. And then I would take a couple yeah. extra laps that I didn't need to take off because I just didn't feel like swim- like swimming. 
Have you, like, when you were younger, or, like, at all, do you, like, still use that? Um, I'm no, I've never really used that as an excuse. I don't know why, because it would have been really easy if I did. Yeah, but it kind of makes you feel like a <laughs> shitty person, but it's fine. Sometimes, well, like, I did struggle, but then I would just, like, yeah. struggle, I would just, like, pretend struggle a little longer than I yeah. actually was. But I think <laughs> as I've gotten older, like, I've, like, you know, now I've kind of used it as, like, a reason to push myself harder, you know? Yeah. Like one time we had to run the mile for tennis and I was like in the top half of the team. So like top eight, I think, yeah. or something. And my coach like not got mad at me, but she was like worried for me. She was like, Jen, mm-hmm. you did like she's like just like don't no what is she she was like um frick I can't think of the words. She was like, Don't push yourself too hard. She's like she yeah. just wanna push myself too hard. I was like, No, like the harder I push, like the better I end up being yeah which like also people are do that are people like ever scared for you for like pushing yourself too hard yeah <laughs> I'm like this is good for me <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah that's definitely i feel like something like people don't understand which can be nice and sometimes i like sometimes when like you don't want to push yourself and they're like like and they tell you kind of like like oh like take a break but yeah. it also kind of like i can't speak words oh my gosh I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. I promise I'm going to say it. I like pushing myself and kind of surprising them at how much I can do. There, yeah. I didn't say like again. I was proud of myself. Yeah. But, like, sometimes on hunts, um, on my sheep hunts, I was training really hard. So they would take breaks for me. And so, like, dang it, I did it again. So if someone, like, dang it, if someone takes a break, I will stop and I'll take a break with them. But there's a lot of times when I need a break. I'm like, but I don't want to take one because I don't want to act like I'm the disease kid who needs a break. Yeah. And, so, but one time I was on the hike in Salt Lake City and my mom's friend was just hauling it up this mountain. And yeah. I was, first of all, overheating because I was wearing like a jacket and it was, it was cold, but I was hiking, so I was hot. And I was like, hey, can we, like, take a break for the disease kid in the back that can't breathe right now? And they're like, oh, yeah, like, we'll take a break. I was like, thank you. Like, you're killing me over here. Yeah. And there was one time, like, I went on hikes with my brothers. I said, like, again. There was one time I went on hikes with my brothers. And we got a mile and a half in, and they took a break. And so I took a break with them. And then about a mile and a half later, I barely could breathe. I was dying. But they're obviously have a better lung function than me and they were pushing harder and I was like and I was like you guys need to stop but they were so far in front of me I couldn't get them to stop and so I just kept telling myself okay whenever they stop I'll take a break whenever they stop I'll take a break but then I my parents were kind of far behind me but then I was slowing down because I could barely breathe and my parents caught up to me and I was like okay that's it like I've pushed myself way too hard it's been like three miles I need a break so I kind of went off the trail by this tree which was like the one shade and i just lost it and like coughed up a lung for like five minutes yeah and i was like okay i pushed myself a little bit too hard on that one (laughs) like maybe we won't do that again but it's definitely something that like i like yet also is kind of my kryptonite is that i don't want to like take a break when no one else does and i don't want to like i don't want to act like the disease kid you know like yeah even though I well at least for me because your lung function is like still really good but like at least for me like, for things like I say like way too much this is really an issue maybe I should get it out for Lent but it's okay for I don't like stopping and I don't 
like people viewing me as like the sick kid she needs a break if they give me a break i'm gonna take it but then i get mad when like they pass me or they're doing better than me and i don't know why it's totally illogical because they should be passing me they're in better shape than i am because they have better lungs than i do and any science like for all scientific reasons they should be in better shape than i am but it still annoys me i'm like no like i will get there and i never used to be that way i used to be like oh like it's fine like we're chilling back here but now i'm like why are you going so much faster than me even though they have every single reason in the world to be going faster than me uh-huh. which you probably can't relate to because your lung function is like so much better than mine which is like whatever i'm not bitter about it or anything it's totally fine I, I, I mean okay i hope you know that i'm sarcastic i forget you don't know like my personality but i hope i mean we're talking okay so i think you can sense the tone but but yeah it's definitely that's so that's so cool though i'm glad your lung function is so good that's awesome bro <laughs> That's so, that's so good. Oh, my gosh. And it's, like, not going to get that much worse because, like, oh, I mean, that's, I don't know. Knock on wood. Yeah. I don't want to jinx anything. But, like, <laughs> with everything that's, like, happening in the CF community world and tricaps and everything, like, the, the projected, like, only getting better, it's pretty sick because, like, yeah. now I'm, like, fighting back from, like, 65% being my baseline and, like, fighting back from that like yeah. managing like a high lung function is it actually one twenty one hundred twenty percent yeah oh my god because yeah you were talking about yours last night and so i was like oh i know mine's pretty high and then i went and asked my mom she's like well last time it was like 127 so oh my yeah. goodness i didn't even know it could get past 100 <laughs> <laughs> i literally didn't know that was a thing <laughs> I know one time my lung function was 100. It was like, I want to say like eight years ago. Yeah. But also that makes sense because like when I was eight, wait, I'm 18. So when I was 10, I just like, mm-hmm. that would make sense. But I remember yeah. that day I wrote it on a note card. I was like, my lung function was 100%, but I think I lost that note card. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay because now 80 is like the new high. <laughs> Which like, you know what? It's okay. We all... You know, it's pro- progress. It's the little things. But, like, honestly, I don't even feel it anymore because this is just what I'm used to. So, because yeah. I feel like at this point, whatever your lung function is, is like what it is. And it's great yeah. when it gets better, but, like, obviously, it's better to be at 120 than 80 because then you have less, you have more room to go down if you get sick. But, like, yeah. honestly, at this point, like, we're chilling because I'm used to 80 yeah and okay i've always okay i guess you're not a person dude i always want to know if have you heard breathing with cf lungs is like breathing through a straw yeah i want to know if that's true because breathing through a straw is really hard i know like i don't think it's that hard but maybe like a milkshake straw because those are pretty wide (laughs) yeah it's like one of those unknown mysteries, kind of like what hurts more, like childbirth, like being kicked as a guy. So you don't probably never know, but I really yeah. want to know. Like it's, I just really want to know. I know, me too. Cause I've tried breathing through a straw before. I'm like, bro, this is really hard. <laughs> but oh. I don't know if it's because my I'm already have diseased lungs or like what. Yeah, yeah I really want to know if that's true. 
but there's literally no way to find out unless there's a cure maybe but like even still because like if your lung function changes it happens kind of so slowly you're not going to remember like oh this is how it felt to breathe yeah i wonder how they figured that out because it's not like they know either oh well one of the world's one unanswerable questions my mind wanders a lot sorry it's really random things that come out of my mouth sometimes <laughs> it's okay but okay i'm sorry i've wasted well not wasted i think this was pretty fun but it's taking up a lot of your time and i'm too lazy to do homework so it's kind of a good excuse you know yeah but all right well i hope you have i'll talk to, i'll talk to you later oh I guess I'll this is probably for later, but I'll I'll text you. But do you have Snapchat? I do. Okay. Well, we'll we'll figure that out later. I'll add you on Snap, and then we can like start a streak and like update each other on lives. But that's not okay. for the podcast time, even though I asked it. I'm not gonna cut it out though. It's okay. <laughs> but all right. Well, thank you so much for coming on and talking to me. Sorry, I kind of like spoke all the words, but it was definitely it was so much fun talking to you. Cause like relating to people like that is just so cool it is and it's very unique so it was yeah. exciting yeah i was it talking was to my mom i was like this is so cool like i never get to talk to someone about this stuff because no one ever understands what i'm talking about Seriously. yeah but yeah so we'll definitely keep in touch dang it i keep wanting to say like i'm gonna like see you soon but like i'm never that's so weird i know <laughs> i'm bad. like never gonna get over that <laughs> yeah it's okay i mean it kind of bothers me but like it's fine i have friends that i've actually never met in person so it's okay but it's the fact that like we just like can never it's the never part that really bothers my mind no it's crazy it's okay you know what we have facetime and like all the modern technology so like we're chilling yeah we are chilling but yeah i'll definitely have you and your dad on with my dad and we'll talk about hunting things and like the dad's gonna talk about stuff (laughs) Uh, yeah <laughs> yeah it'll be fun those and my dad has like the movie lines he likes to throw in there and stuff so it's a little bit more entertaining when he's on here because it's not just me <laughs> and he like right. he'll correct me and like roast me and like it's a whole yeah. thing yeah it's fun all right well thank you for talking to me for a long time and sorry it took forever to like figure out the timing today i was very busy but it's okay oh it's, it's all good okay all right well thanks for coming on here it was great talking to you um i hope your lung function stays at 120 because like that's really sick and like that's really awesome and yeah. yeah well i'll definitely talk to you and then we'll definitely get another podcast with the yeah, fathers awesome. yeah. yeah all right well good night gracie i'll talk to you later okay see you bye bye okay that was so fun talking to her um I went a little longer than I thought, and I did talk more kind of than I wanted to, um, but it was just, I don't know, I just get really excited about talking to her because it's just, I don't think anyone really understands this except for Gracie and I, um, but it's just talking to someone who understands what you go through in life when no one else understands, it's such a unique experience. And thinking of things that you do and then realizing that it's something that only they would understand and then ask. I mean, some things like she doesn't do that I do and um, each um, CF life is unique. Uh, So obviously she doesn't understand everything that I do and I don't understand everything that she does either. Um, But it's just so cool to talk to them about that. 
I don't know. I just can't get over it because it's such a unique experience that I've never had before. I've never, I've never talked to someone that has CF uh, until last night when I started talking to Gracie. And I guess you just realize things that <clears throat> you're like, you're like, oh, I'm not the only one that experiences that. Like someone else does too. And uh, it kind of makes you feel like I don't want to say less alone because I don't usually feel that alone, but it kind of is. Like you feel a little bit. You feel like you have someone like that can understand you. Um, and I think it helps you kind of get through life when you have someone that understands what you're going through. So, yeah. Um, but I think it's so cool that she listened to my podcast before and, like, that's kind of how she heard about me um, and then heard about Eddie. And I think that's just, like, an amazing thing um, that happened. And I'm so happy for her to be able to go on those hunts because it truly is a unique experience. And if any of you people, obviously, they're from Utah and they heard about Way 4 8 while it's based mainly in Arizona – um there if you don't live in arizona you can talk to eddie um eddie's so he will he's willing to do anything he can to help a kid who wants to go in the outdoors he truly is it's an and and like everyone at oe 4 so it's an amazing organization i highly encourage you if um you want to go hunting get outdoors and you have something like cf or any other um, illness, uh, to go get, try and get into out, outdoor experience for all, because not only will you get opportunities to be in the outdoors, but you also meet people who maybe have, obviously, like, who maybe have similar things, like, to you, um, someone you can, un- like, understand, and that's not the right word, you can relate to, something that you can relate to, um, so yeah, I guess I can just keep talking on and on about how I can relate to Gracie and how that, literally is like the best thing that's happened to me right now because it's just I don't I don't know how to explain it since I've already kept explaining it but I don't know it just like makes me happy to think about that there's someone out there who even though I knew that they were there I know see people are there but talking to someone and just having that realization and like that click that like oh my gosh like you feel this too it's not just me I'm not the only one going through this especially um i didn't want to get into it on the podcast because some of that stuff um there's some stuff that obviously sometimes we don't want our parents to hear because like i don't know i've had a lot of mental breakdowns about stuff um in my life and my cf life i've had a lot of mortality issues um and i'm sure other but i don't want to bring that up um with people who don't want to talk about it uh and it's not some i mean we do joke i joke around about it a lot um um, I joke around about it a lot, but there are times when I get serious about it, and it hits me hard that people, like I talked to Gracie about, like, people don't understand what I'm going through, and it just, like, annoys me, and I'm not, I can't think of the right word to kind of explain, but I guess it kind of, like, angers me when I'm like, you just don't understand, like, I'm going through this, and it hurts me, and I'm going through, like, maybe not physical pain, maybe, like, emotional pain, and you just can't relate to someone about it. Um, or even if you're going through physical pain and you're like, but you just don't understand. Or you think about your mortality and how your life is being shortened and no one can really understand that. So I don't know if I just blabbered on about nothing, but it's something that um, I'm glad to have someone to talk to that about. Um if necessary and I like how she can joke around about it so if I need someone to like be like 
dude, I am like freaking out about this and have her kind of joke around about it. It's just something that is new to me and I'm excited about it. And I really wanted to do a podcast about it. So yeah, I did kind of blabber on about that more than I wanted to. And I'm sorry that this ended up being so much longer than I thought it was going to be, but it's okay. So I hope you guys enjoy this podcast. I know sometimes if you guys, I guess if you don't have CS, this probably may not be like, may not have been like a great podcast for you because you probably can't relate to it. Um, but if you do have CF or know someone who has CF, um, to me, this was a very fun podcast because I was able to relate to someone on a different level on the CF sister family level thing. But yeah. Um, so thank you guys for listening. Um, I know my podcasts have been kind of spotty lately. Uh, I've been really busy with school and college things. Um, just all that stuff. I will try and I will definitely keep doing podcasts, um, until I go to college and hopefully maybe a few after, but, um, the schedule and everything is still kind of up in the air. So thank you guys for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, and yeah, so please like subscribe, give me feedback, anything you want to hear, please let me know. Uh, I really do love hearing from you guys and I really do love hearing from you guys because, you know, life is short and so am I, and I'm trying to make the most out of every day, and I hope that you guys do too. I hope you all have a great journey and you make it an epic one. Well, you better know the bottom if you want to be a climber Cause there's always another one a little bit higher Just when I think I'm finally done I'm staring at another one so I reach down deep and I lace them up tighter It was only a mountain Nothing but a big old rock Only a mountain It ain't hard if you don't stop It just took a little step Right then a left and a couple million more who